Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, you've tuned into Shingles List, where we talk movies, music, trendy news, game sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I'm Dave Shingler, and I'm joined by my COVID-19 vaccine, <laughs> Cleon Bewley. Wiggy, 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 jiggy. Lord Mayor, where are you? Give us the key to the city. It's a Shingles List podcast. Hey! hey. How are you, buddy? You all right? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Um, as as you're aware, but as listen- I'm aware, but the listeners may not be. Um, I'm back on furlough. Hey. So, <laughs> so yeah, I've just uh, I've been at uh, home. Dave, Dave, I've gathered. I've gathered. I've what? gathered because you've all of a sudden appeared again on Instagram <laughs> with, your, with your guitar, like George Bloody Foreman, Formby. George Foreman, uh, George Foreman, Foreman on a guitar. <laughs> yeah, George Foreman on a guitar. Hoopla, grill that steak on this guitar. <laughs> um, George Formby on the guitar, singing your songs. And I'd like to give you a bit of a, I want to hear a bit more hip-hop on the songs, some if you don't hip-hop. mind, Dave. All right, I'll work on that, I'll work on that. I want some um, hip-hop on the songs. You did a lovely Buster Rhymes a while ago, I remember. Did I? You did, you did. You sent a lovely Buster Rhymes video from Make It Clap. I don't remember that. You did, you did. Okay. You should put that onto a guitar. Just an idea. Yeah, I could do that. I could have a guitar. Make it clap. Yeah, I've been pulling the guitars out because, like, you know, being back at home, I've not been able to get any into any kind of rhythm since um, getting back to work because, like... Uh, it was it was really funny actually because I was at work on on Monday and I cracked the joke of, oh if I can get through to the end of today's shift this is me longest stint back at work which was like eleven working days and I got through to the end of the shift to get a message later on in the day to say you're going back on furlough for two weeks I was like for fuck's sake, <laughs> um, so I've yeah. got a bit of a rant on that on on furlough on, in general on that type of thing. Shall we just jump into it? Yeah, go on, go on. I'm interested. I'm interested. Shall we just jump into it? So I've got a bit of a rant, Dave. It's a bit of a daddy rant. It's a little bit of a political rant as well, if you will. So I want to talk about lockdown and the coming out of lockdown and the social effects lockdown has also had on grassroots football, mental health and well-being. Okay. So now I've pulled together like a collection of thoughts on this, just from watching Ethan and we went up to the fields today just for a bit of a kickabout. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I noticed from the level Ethan was at pre-lockdown, you know, pre this madness, Mm -hmm. he was a lot more into football. His technique was a lot better. Yeah. You know, now... His technique's gone backwards. So, you know, that's an effect of lockdown because you've just said yourself, we can't get into any rhythm. Get into a rhythm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's also an effect. It's also an effect on mental health as well because the kids don't have the focus because one minute it's there and one minute it's not. I mean, you'll say yourself, in a week, your kids are barely in the house. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, they're doing various activities and doing stuff. If you look at adult football, there's no rhythm in adult football. Right. Injuries are also becoming susceptible. Yeah. I mean, look at myself. Would that have happened? Would I have been quicker in that instance if I was, if you will, completely match fit? Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, 100%. Adult football in an instance as well, we're in a great form. Yeah. So that's completely broke for a month, you know. Exercise as well. Dave, let's talk about this. Kids are getting fat. Yeah. You know, they're sitting in the house. They they, they are just getting fat in general. They yeah. are putting on weight, etc. And also, what will happen if we don't start back in December when we come out of 
this lockdown, mm -hmm. which is looking very unlikely at this present yeah. moment in time, Dave. Okay. Now, if we don't come back and he says, okay, we'll come back in January, you can kind of go, Christmas, we're only going to come back for two weeks anyway, mm -hmm. realistically, yeah. before Christmas. Yeah. So I would agree, grassroots for January. But if we don't come back in January, what are the ongoing effects, not just in football? And I'm sorry Shingler's list has gone very uh, mature all of no, a sudden. No, 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 it's... What is the ongoing effects in not just you know elite football in Division One football yeah, etc. Yeah. That that's going on except that's going on, but there's no crowd there, so no revenues being mm -hmm. uh, made at this moment in time. Yeah, if we don't come out of lockdown on December the second, second's the last day. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it'll be the third when everything's back to normal. Well, so if we, quote unquote. <laughs> if we come out of lockdown on that date and he says, right, grassroots football can return in January. Yeah. You know, that won't be so bad. Also, live venues. Also, and I don't mean where we play gigs. I don't think that's necessary at this moment in time, Dave, in this phase of lockdown coming back. I also think the same way about Alton Towers. Yeah. I don't see why I can still book a room in the hotel. Yeah. It's yeah. Alton Towers for Christmas. Mm -hmm. I don't understand that. Jody said to me, the good lady wife, she said, let's go book Alton Towers at the treehouse for Christmas. And I said, what? Yeah. <laughs> why? I can't go where, but we're going to book a treehouse yeah. for a show. And then I thought it'll probably be better now because it'll be it won't be overcrowded. It won't be overcrowded, yeah. yeah. So people will be forced to act right. Mm. Go and sit at your table, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but why can that still happen? And what do you think, Dave? What If if, if cinemas aren't allowed to open, if, if we're not allowed to start playing back football, and not just football, girls dance as well, they're doing that on Zoom now, it's crap. Mm. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Doing it in your bedroom on Zoom isn't the same it's as doing same. it in a no, classroom no, no. with interaction yeah. with other children. Well, If they can go to school together, why is grassroots football and dance cancelled out? Yeah. Because they're in the same vicinity as the people that be going there with yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is like, it's very similar to what I said um, about like the lockdown coming into force, but the schools still being you know, al allowed to be open. Um, because, like, you know, you're socialising with a bunch of people. You, you, me you are, me like, the schools are meant to be COVID secure. They're meant to have things in place that makes them COVID secure. You know, the students are in bubbles. But we've seen it happening, especially in this city, over the last two weeks. Um, schools are closing left, right, and centre. Um, my lad's school, uh, they, they, they haven't closed so to speak, to the lengths of some other schools. But uh, we had an email on, this was on Wednesday night, um, saying they've already got, I think it was years seven and years nine off completely. Uh, and then for two days, for the Thursday, Friday, bear in mind we got told this Wednesday night, uh, the school shut altogether and they've had to work from home. Um, and... The the main issue is that from from uh, people who I know in the industry and from you know just asking questions generally um, um, to people who, who I know that are associated with teaching and um, and who work in within schools and colleges, um, it's not um, a case of like the students are all coming in with COVID, so that's why they've got to close. Yeah. It's the staff are being contacted by like track and trace the track and trace app saying you've got to go and isolate for 14 days but if you work in the same bubble and the same department as all the other members of staff then they're also getting contacted into the staff are dropping like flies um which then causes whole fucking groups to be out of school they can't supply the support um in in supply staff to keep the school open so then the 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 kids have to to disappear so yeah for me um you know i digress a bit there 
it should be all or nothing anyway. Either close everything or keep everything open. But I, I, there's no reason if your kids are going to school in a bubble um, and, and socialising with the same kids that they can't do these other activities socialising, you know what I mean, with the same kids. Well, I'm going to start saying now, within six months, if we haven't returned to normality, there will be civil unrest. If There will be civil unrest. In, there will be. In six months, if we haven't returned to normality, we're not returning to normality. I mean, there's, there's a theory, there's, a, there's a, a conspiracy online at the moment about that this is the start of, of a new beginning kind of thing like where it will be it will just become normal to work from home to learn from home to shop from home and it's about control and stuff like that i don't know how true this is you know it's all theories um you know it, it's possible we are we've learned different things and different ways and different ways of, of doing stuff like like i say my you know my son was home thursday friday um and he was learning from home uh, but you know the the classes were as normal as they could be the class the, the the lesson was exactly the same it was just being done on google meets so the stuff that would have been on the smart board in the classroom is just on your computer screen at home the teacher is talking to you like the teacher would talk to you in the classroom it's teaching the lesson showing you the slides whatever would be on the smart board um and it was you all can't being done. throw something at another person's head though you can't you're you can't. sitting at home yeah, you can't do that. Um, probably a good thing. <laughs> no, it's not a good um, thing. It's not a good thing, what, Dave. What I've what I've heard, what I've what I've learned, and and I've experienced this as well because you know I uh, with my degree I distance learn, so it, all my my degrees done online and like the tutorials. Uh, for the first module, I did do face to face tutorials with my tutor, uh, but for um, the second one, I only did one face to face tutorial, and the rest of it was online. And the, the the problem that the teaching staff have got, and I've experienced this as a student, um, is it seems harder to get a student to interact in Google Classrooms than it does having them sat in front of you. So if you've uh, adapted some kind of um, interactive teaching into your lesson and the students just aren't responding through a webcam, through a microphone, um, maybe they don't have a microphone, maybe that, maybe that part of the... You know, maybe that doesn't work. I don't know. Um, then, you know, you need to readapt that lesson and kind of turn it into a lecture. And I've experienced this with uh, with my degree. It, it seems to be like when you're doing an online tutorial, the students don't really want to talk and interact with the tutor. I always try. I always try and, and speak. I try and speak first and try and like, you know, if one person does it, maybe somebody else will. So I'll always speak, use the microphone, say hello. Um, and try and answer some questions um, but nobody else seems to want to do that and that seems to be the big problem in on in online learning uh, at that's, the moment that's what that's kind of what i'm getting at with grassroots football yeah, and technique and people falling yeah. behind it's the general it's the general interaction that we'll start to we're starting to miss out on and you can't really replicate that general interaction doing it online unless you've got a complete hologram projection yeah. of mm -hmm. something of something tangible that you can interact with you can't do it on a screen you can't yeah no one will ever get the experience if, let's say when me and you were sitting in the cave yeah the show's a lot better yeah. even though the show is fantastic <laughs> but this, this, this show is a lot better when i'm in the cave yeah it, it, it does it is it sounds better it comes across better because we've got that personal interaction yeah, yeah, yeah. and we don't have to kind of pause i mean yeah. we've got what you can't see here the fifth wall is we can see each other so yeah we can see in time when we're stopping to talk in the cave we we it's you still get that. In... You, you still got that Skype lag, though, don't you? You know what I mean. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I hear me instantly, and I hear you pretty much instantly. Um, but my microphone coming through to you, um, there is that bit of a lag. You don't hear me straight away, and you can always tell when we've done a spell of 
of podcasts in the cave and the next one that we do on skype you can always tell that we're doing it on skype because we haven't like got used to yes. that that skype lag whereas now we've been doing this for a few <laughs> weeks so you know we're, we're in the rhythm of it now we and, and it's a lot better but if we did a month in the cave and then did one on skype you'd be able to tell that we were doing it on skype like the listener yeah would be able to tell because you get that skype lag and you're right the, the kids there i think they are missing out on that interaction on that classroom learning there's nothing better i so much preferred with my tutorials in the in the the first module that i did um doing a face-to-face tutorial and for the first two or three it was only me and my tutor the rest of the tutor group didn't come um and and then another student turned up uh, and it was the three of us uh, doing these face-to-face tutorials. He would also run online tutorials that covered the same um, uh, the same um, stuff. And uh, the other guys would, would do the online ones. But me and uh, the, the lad was called Steve, who, uh, who I used to uh, do the tutorials with, and me tutor, uh, us three would, would work together. And I always got so much more out of a face-to-face tutorial, being in a room with the tutor and another student and bouncing ideas off each other than I ever did and that I still ever do doing online tutorials. I find online tutorials just a bit of... They're just a bit dry and... I just don't feel like, even though all the information's the same and the tutor is there, you can ask the questions. I just don't feel like you get anything out of out of anybody, really. Well, and kids are missing out on that. They're missing out on that interaction. You know what I mean? Yeah, in the in the are because the when the just on grassroots football when they do when they are out, that is their friendship group. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And. I, from my experience with football and playing football and going to football with Ethan's football team and going to dance with Bo, there's been no cases of COVID-19. Yeah, yeah. So I don't understand the need to call this off. I also, I, un- I don't understand the need to call the cinema off. Yeah. I, 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 I don't get that. I don't understand that need. Yeah, yeah. If I've I've said it, and it goes back to that point: close it all down, or don't close any of it down, because just closing, um, um, not the fucking word I'm looking for. So hospitality. So closing, closing hospitality, closing entertainment, um, closing the clothes shops. You know. But not closing schools and universities and colleges, to Mate, me, it just it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. B and M, B and M's not essential. Home bargains is not essential. Mm. Um, it, I, I don't understand. I, I don't. I don't get why. Right. I don't get why. Luke, right? Okay. So I thought to myself, right. It was uh, Jody's dad, Steve. It was his birthday this week uh, on Saturday. Happy birthday, Steve. And I thought, I'm going to go B&M. And I'm going to get him one of them weird beers. Oh, the weird beers from B&M. <laughs> you, know, you know, hobgoblin. Yeah. Hobbollocking yeah. goblin. You know, the weird beers. The weird beers. You know, the trendy you know, the beers. Weird, the fashionable beers. The, the craft, trendy beers. The craft ales. <laughs> I'm not joking yet. Everybody was in B&M. Yeah. Yeah. I I've don't seen mean it, there was no trolleys left. There was no trolleys there. No, not Tro- oh, trolleys. Did you go the big B and M? I went the big B and M and Wolstanton, and there was <laughs> no trolleys there. Dave. When I say there was no trolleys, there was no trolleys. I walked in and everyone was in there. Hmm. Everyone was, and I just thought, why is everyone here on a Friday afternoon? Yeah, yeah. Because you can what? be. Because you can what? be. That's the thing. Um, I've I've come out on me dinner hour working from home and yeah. has everybody else done that at the same time maybe there's but there's people I've, I've you know i know people that are working in these quote-unquote essential shops and you none know, of them were wearing face masks and you go you go um i've i've heard like staff have been going to customers and saying uh hi there is there anything i can help you with and the, the reply is no i'm just browsing 
And it's like, well, you're not supposed to be just browsing. You're not supposed to leave your house. You're supposed to be going for essentials. You're not supposed to be browsing. You know, you went to buy a specific item. You went to get some beers, um, you know, for the father-in-law for his birthday. That's a specific item. You didn't go to browse. You know what I mean? I went to Tesco today for specific items. You know what I mean? I went for vegetables. I didn't browse. I went for vegetables. Uh, I went for vegetables. I went for milk. Uh, I went for meat. I got them and I left. You know what I mean? However, well, something else. Uh, well, go on, no, go on, go on. I got deodorants, an alarm clock, a pointless vase, a <laughs> lantern. <laughs> See, another thing though that I've done, I've done it today, and I did it uh, at the beginning of last week. Um, it could have been, la- it could have been last Sunday actually. I can't remember. Um, but Argos and curries, Argos, Argos and curries. You know, that sell electronic goods, you know what I mean? Um, totally essential. And toys. It sell, they sell completely non-essential items, right? Hang on, hang on. Hang the fuck on, right, Dave? Go on. What's essential? Yeah, what is classed as essential? What's essential? Because, quite frankly, mate, if my Samsung telly now decides, and, oh, my God, where's wood? I know, yeah. Oh, God forbid this. <laughs> If my Samsung telly right now decides to do a, a front 180 off the wall and smash into 56 pieces onto the floor, yeah. tomorrow morning, I am in curries. And this is the thing. like You could you could argue the toss about That's essential. anything. I've just looked up and I've got like, my, my printer. just. Stop to... arguing the toss. Yeah, That's well, essential. <laughs> I've got, I've got my, my printer above me, and you could argue that a printer is not an essential item. But I could also argue that, you know, my children have got schoolwork that needs printing out. I need that printer. That is essential. You know That's what I mean? Essential. Um, but I, you know, I don't, think, I don't think that Argos and Curry's should be open. I don't think that rehearsal rooms should be you open. You just argued you know the I mean? point that Curry's is open. No, it is open. I don't think it you should. You should say why it should be, because of your printer ink. No, does yeah. That, does, does, it, does it sell the ink? Yeah, it sells ink. But you can, well, get, you you can get ink from Tesco's. You know what I mean? You can get ink online, get it delivered to your house. No, why is so, Tesco selling ink? So the point is, right, this, 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 this is the point I'm making, right? So you can, obviously all your online stuff still available. Your delivery services are essential, apparently. If that's all still available so you can go on to argos and you can get stuff delivered to your house you can go on to curry's and get stuff delivered to your house now um last week i bought my son a chromebook um for school uh, now everything that they do is on chromebooks everything that they do is using google chrome google classrooms google meets google um fucking drive google everything so it was decided that the best thing that would benefit him is a chromebook i personally don't like them i was like meh okay now he we got it for him he fucking loves it it's the best thing uh, he, he says it's so good it's made his life so much easier um now did i get that delivered to my house no because you can still click and collect from argos argos is open you can't go into the store but you can click and collect you can stand outside with a bunch of other people and click and collect so this this weekend cleon um, i got i did something that never normally happens i got drawn into the black friday sales didn't i because that's a that's a thing that that's happened that started on friday black friday um i got drawn into the black friday sales i started browsing i ended up buying a tassimo because I like coffee. So <laughs> I ended up buying a ta- I don't need a fucking Tassimo, Cleon. I don't need one. I've got a mocha pot. I've got a filter machine. I've got a milk frother. I was frother. just about saying, right. haven't you got a coffee maker? I've got everything, right? Everything I need to make coffee, I've got in the house. I don't need a fucking Tassimo, right? But when it's 75 quid and it's reduced down to 30, I'm buying the fucking Tassimo. But it's happening, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm on furlough again, mate. I've got nothing else to do. I'm literally adding to cart like there's no tomorrow. So I bought this Tassimo. Do I want it delivered to my house? That'd be nice. Ooh, there's a click and collect option. Curry's is fucking open as well. So I wandered up to Curry's today to go and get this fucking Tassimo, right? It's not, that's not an essential item, Cleon. Why am I allowed to go and get this? It's not an essential item. Because you need coffee. Apparently so. 
Apparently so. The government have allowed the shop to stay open. The council would have allowed the shop to stay open. I must admit... Praise be to Boris Johnson, you are getting your coffee. I must admit, though, right, that the, the system that Curry's have got in place is really good. It's all uh, done through your phone. So you click, you order your product online, you pay for it. You get an email saying that the order's been accepted. And then you get an email saying the order's ready for collection. And when you arrive to the store, you don't go anywhere near the store. You wait outside. I mean, I walked up because it's only up the road. Um, and you get your email and you click a button that says, I have arrived. So that takes you to a web page. You put your order number in, your postcode and your name. You press OK, and it puts you in a, in a virtual queue. And it said, I was number two. You are number two in the queue. And then some guy came out with a, with a box and shouted this person's name. The person went up and grabbed his product. Then I was number one. And then five minutes later, he came out with my Tassimo. Like, um, you know, shouted me over, asked me to confirm his surname, passed me the Tassimo. They're also doing a drive-up option where you park up in a, in a, a numbered bay um, you do the same thing on your phone. You let them know that you're in a car, put your reg in, and then open your boot. And they'll just come out, put the product in the boot, shut the boot for you, and you drive off. There's no contact whatsoever oh, yeah. between you between you and anybody that works there. There's no contact. Um, they put the, the item on a table, and then they walk away. Then then you walk up to the table to take the item, and then you walk away. There's no... there's The social distancing's fantastic. And I must admit, people who were click and collecting were very well behaved as well. Everybody was more than way more than two meters apart. And even though they were outside, everybody was wearing masks as well. It was really good. The same can't be said for Argos. I walked past Argos and obviously they've been hammered with Black Friday stuff as well. And the queue was a mile long and it was just like a normal queue. There was no social distancing. There was nothing. Um, and they had members of staff fucking marshalling it as well, not saying a word. Well, Argos was open through the big lockdown. Was it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it only open open in the supermarkets, though? Because I know the one one on Fest Park was shut, like. Um, It was only open at... um, Sainsbury's, isn't it? Sainsbury's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, what's the deal with Sainsbury's? Why are they hated at the moment? Oh, yeah, we can... I've got no idea what's going on with Sainsbury's, Dave. All all I know is they hated. That's all I know. This is perfect to get us out of this lockdown talk. Um, It it was on my list of things to talk about if we got round to it. So... This has been on my mind to bring up with you, by the way, because I've not looked into it on purpose for the last two days. I've got all the info. All I know is... Go on. Um, I'm just going to drag some tweets up, actually. Let me just uh, get the search up. So, last week, we spoke about um, the John Lewis Christmas advert um, and how I hadn't watched it. So, this week, I've made a point of watching this year's Christmas adverts. Uh, Now, the John Lewis one is... uh, It's very nice. It's all about being kind and how things go... If It's basically saying, if you're kind to somebody, it'll come full circle and somebody will be kind to you. And the advert's very clever how it demonstrates this full circle. And it's all about being kind. And it's lovely. It's a lovely Christmas advert. Um, It's... it's, You know, it's not one of the best, but it's it's nice. It's a nice Christmas advert. McDonald's have done one uh, about a mum and a teenage son. And it's lovely. It's a lovely Christmas advert. Now, what Sainsbury's have done, they haven't done one massive Christmas advert like they normally do. Um, they've done a series of smaller adverts based on a theme. And the first one that they released was called Gravy, right? Mm. Now, it's like a one-minute advert, and it, uh, it is based on this theme of, of gravy. And it's, it's a, I think it's a phone call between a father and a daughter organising Christmas dinner and what they're doing yeah. this year. And the actual advert that you watch, is, it's home movies from previous Christmases. So it's, you know, it's, it, you can see the kids growing up through the yeah, videos. I've seen the movie, yeah. Um, and yeah sorry. Have you seen it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you've seen the advert. Yeah, and he's and talking about who's got the best gravy. Who's got the best gravy, right? So, yeah, 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 yeah. The problem that people seem to have is that is the, the gravy is, is that the family in question is black. <laughs> What's that? Got? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Right, who's right? got a then? Who's got a problem? With so this guy? <laughs> apparently, Twitter, the, the whole fucking Twitter universe has got a fucking issue with this family being black now. 
I you just can't get it right, can you? <laughs> I played I played this advert to um uh, to, to the messes, and 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 I asked her what what did you see in that f- film? Like what what did you see? Because what I saw was a working class family celebrating Christmas, right? Now, anybody that says, uh, I don't see colour, I just see human beings, you're fucking lying, right? Everybody sees colour. I saw a black family, right? I saw it. But it doesn't mean I can't relate to that. It was a working class family fucking having Christmas dinner. Everything in them fucking videos just reminded me of growing up in my family and having Christmas dinner. It was exactly the same that you can 100% relate to them adverts. Anyway, right? This is, this is Twitter. Okay, here's the first one for you, Cleon. Just wondering whether, I'm quoting this directly, by the way, just wondering whether in their portrayal of a typical, in quote, black family, the male adult is actually the father of the children. Quite often, it isn't the case. Are you being fucking serious? What the fuck? The next one, right? We'll be switching channels every time this ad comes on. Well done, Sainsbury's, for jumping on the bandwagon. Somebody else? Certainly not a white Christmas. What the (laughs) fuck's sake, man? Right? Well done, Sainsbury's. You've managed to completely alienate the few remaining white customers you still had. Wow. Somebody else has gone straight for absolutely sickening. What? Well... Honestly, Sainsbury should embrace this. I think Sainsbury should go straight hip hop. Just go full hip hop. Get fucking Rockefeller in the store. Get Buster Rhymes narrating the adverts. Like get Buster Rhymes doing the adverts. I think they should go full on now. Let Let's just throw it away. If everyone's going to give them shit, just go for it. Honestly, man, some of some of these comments. You may as well rename yourself Blackberries. Somebody wrote. Oh, this this is the one. This is the one, though. Clear on right. It, it doesn't say anything necessarily nasty, right, like the others do. This one, this doesn't represent me. I don't see myself in this at all. I can't relate. Now, why do you need to relate to an advert? The thing is, though, like, I, I, like I've just said, I can relate to that. Everything in that advert yeah, but you don't have to Christmas. You know what I mean? It's just, not a requirement. And also, why do you think you need to tweet that bollocks? I know. No some, one cares. Some people are... Some people are just fucking horrible, basically. And anybody that says, because so many people this year said that the UK isn't a racist country and racism doesn't exist over here anymore. Well, there's your proof. When, it does. When you say it does when exist. You say, when you say ooh, when you say people who don't see colour, genuinely, when that advert started, I didn't go ooh, a black family. No, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, yeah, like, like I say, I saw, I saw, you know, it was a working class family having Christmas dinner that I can one hundred percent relate to because there were so many things in them home videos that I remember from growing up. I was up more as a interested. Kid. You know in what I mean? Who had the best gravy? Who had the best gravy? Yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> obviously, obviously, it's a black family because, like, the skin I just thought black. It's it. like it's not. That isn't racist. I, I, That's didn't, just like... I didn't think. I just thought. I just thought the advert was typically meh. Yeah, and all of them this year have just been a bit meh. But honestly, meh. Like, but a lot of people Last are saying year we had Kevin the carrot. Um, a lot of people. Yeah, can you relate to that? Are you a family of carrots? Um, fucking. A lot of people have said they're just, they're just jumping on this on the Black Lives Matter bandwagon and you know trying to you know make themselves look really good and whatnot it was just a fucking advert with and and i'm not being funny that family is well, even if you're looking at it that way what are they trying to do raise awareness wow what's the bad thing in yeah that? yeah and what and... what what is the whole angle of ever... I, I don't I mean, understand the... it i don't care about it it's silly these tweets that i've just read they were screenshotted and put on facebook it's so angry it, as so, well yeah they were screenshotted and put on facebook so i did go onto twitter just to check that it was all real, and it is. If you f- find the tweet, they're all there. It's all genuine tweets, and some of them. And there's so many that say like, "Oh, well, we'll be shopping somewhere else now," and it's like, okay. I mean, I, it got you probably saw Cleon. It fucking it got me again. I, I fell into the fucking Facebook rant, didn't I? And I just put, 
I, I looked. I just wrote on Facebook. Can all supermarkets agree to only feature <laughs> to only feature black families in their adverts, so that all the racists that are boycotting Sainsbury's literally have nowhere to buy food? Thank you very much. It's so fucking ridiculous. Just because it was a black family having Christmas dinner, people are like, "I certainly won't be shopping there anymore." It's disgusting. It's just and I, and and the thing is, right? Why? Why? Who cares? Who fucking cares, Cleon? I've got. I, I I'm not. <laughs> This this entire subject, I mean, this is kind of... I didn't know what was going on exactly. at Sainsbury's, and I'm quite happy that I don't know. Yeah, I've got bigger... What, what, this is something else about Facebook. It's negative, pointless, expend, yeah. expendable energy. You're ranting on Facebook. What have you done? 15 minutes of bollocks and anxiety. Yes. And, yeah. Like I say, it got me again. And that's why I fucking it. always want to do it. I don't, I don't. I think it's a bit boring. Anyway, Dave, I'm going to pull us out of this negative rant. Go on. I think I think we should know you better. I think we should know you better. I know think there's some better. questions we should ask you. Oh, okay. Some, some questions. Some questions. So, first question out of the, out of the bat. Is cereal... Soup? Uh, no. Why? Uh, because soup is hot. Okay. What about? I suppose you could have hot wheat. Uh, I have hot wheat bix So that's more. That ends up being more like a porridge. <laughs> okay. So toilet paper over or under? Um, over. So it's like away from the wall. How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? Mm. Um, it depends. Has he eaten one? Has he eaten one hole and he's choking on it? Because then one. Um, how many chickens? I'm going to say fifty chickens could kill an elephant. Most embarrassing thing you've ever worn. The most embarrassing thing I've ever worn. Mm. I'm pretty certain I haven't really worn anything that I've been embarrassed about. Um, do you know what? I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Embarrassing thing. Oh, I'll tell you what, right. Um, it probably wouldn't bother me now, but when I was at school, I left my PE kit at home and I had to get some shorts out of the spare shorts box and they were proper, like 1980s Ian Rush uh, short shorts and they were split up the sides like right up to my hips so you could see like fucking everything you know what i mean like honestly my balls were fucking hanging out the inside of them uh, so at the, at the time that was quite embarrassing because i was a kid in school now i would fully wear them with like no underwear and just rock them you know what i mean and like a wife beater vest <laughs> well well once upon a time david when i first got my big commission check yes I went to Selfridges and bought a, ho a hoodie, if you will, mm -hmm. that went all the way over my head. And it was a skeleton hoodie. It was very thick material designer and it glowed, it glue in the dark. Oh, okay. And I went out with that once. That's the most <laughs> embarrassing thing I ever wore. What else could you call peanut butter? Um, what else could you call peanut butter? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's just peanut butter. I mean, apart from like poison to my son, but <laughs> have you ever been naked outside and why? Have I ever been naked outside and why? Yes. Um, Dave Brady. There you go. <laughs> drunk. It... Yes, and drunk. There you go. If you were arrested tomorrow, yeah, what would your wife you think you'd done? Uh, if I was arrested tomorrow, what would? So we, you, we all we knew was Dave was arrested. What would we missus think I'd done if I was arrested tomorrow? Do you know what? I'm not overly sure. Maybe, um, You know what? The, on the only thing really that maybe she might have thought have happened is I'd fully lost it in like a supermarket and punched somebody or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? Just completely <laughs> lost the plot and just had a rage. 
and nailed somebody like if you were held at gunpoint right now and they said tell a joke make us laugh what would your joke be two nuns in a bath one says where's the soap the other one said yes it does <laughs> Worst place nobody gets that joke nobody gets it because it's not very funny that's why i always tell it <laughs> worst place you've ever farted the worst place funeral <laughs> go on hey go on was it during the church yeah it was it he was in he was in the it was in the cram like go on um, was it a big fart it wasn't a big one no it was an, it was a silent one but it was <laughs> smelly it was really smelly like, <laughs> <laughs> and you can see people kind of looking around and you're just like but then I just started looking around as well going fucking hell Whew, somebody stinks <laughs> and for the tenth and final question the most embarrassing thing you've ever done most embarrassing thing I've ever done um, I don't really you know what I don't really get embarrassed that often I try and own everything that I do most embarrassing thing I've ever done you probably know more about the most embarrassing things I've ever done because I've probably been leathered round your house while I was doing it I'm not I'm uh, not bringing any any, any, any stories into this. <laughs> Most embarrassing thing I've ever done. Because I think I've got 50. <laughs> Do you know what? Honestly, and I, and I mean this, like, I genuinely cannot think of anything that I've done where I've been really I've embarrassed. I've seen you fall downstairs, top to bottom, and just walk out the door at the bottom. Yeah. As if, as as if, if it like, just... it just didn't happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um... Liquid, top to bottom. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. That Even around the corner. Because you went around, you started off at the back. But then just walked out the door. Went, oh, okay. There's probably later. there's probably been a few occasions where... <laughs> Went to. <laughs> there's, there's, there's probably been a few occasions where maybe I was talking about somebody and they were stood right behind me. But then, like, you know, I've not got embarrassed at the time. I've just turned around and carried on saying it, like look them dead in the eyes and carry on saying it because, you, you know, you've got to at that point. But then later on in the night, maybe felt embarrassed about it. You know what I mean? But um, I can't really remember much from, from, from let's call my it most My most embarrassing moment in life, you know, the Red Lion Pub, pub in Burnsville? Yeah, 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 yeah. Next, I was doing solo work. I was, uh, yeah, I was <laughs> mid, low, low. I was about twenty, mm. and I was doing like the karaoke work. Not karaoke, but you know, you've got the back, you've got the PA. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, and I said, right, this will be good. We'll do a couple of Oasis songs, two Oasis songs, open up, and then I'm going to do love songs. Worst idea okay. I ever had. What, the love songs? Yeah. Why? Yeah, yeah, it didn't work. Okay. I opened up with Oasis, and I can knock out Oasis. And when then I'm... you did some love songs. And then I went straight love songs. Oh, okay. I mean, just like a bad reaction from the crowd? and Just didn't get a second half. Oh, oh, yeah. Not so much embarrassing, more of a failure, that one. <laughs> still, still the worst one. Yeah. Yeah, it's. it's I suppose one. it's. I suppose it's not nice when things like that happen. Um, you know what? Thinking about gigs and stuff, I, I think I, I, we did like a, a, a school. I remember going home with my mum. We did. <laughs> we did like a, a school a school assembly gig once. Uh, with the band I was in when I was at school, and everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. Like I broke a string, my amp um, stopped working. Um, the, the the PA stopped working for the microphone so that was kind of embarrassing but it's not something that I didn't do any of that on purpose just that things just happened you know what I mean that had... that was a bit annoying um, I'm trying to see I'm trying to think of things that maybe I've done on purpose that have ended up being embarrassing things that you know like you know falling over in public and stuff like that um, but oh, I've done that so many times I've been yeah, operated on for that generally when I fall over in public I make a big deal of it it's like you know 
you're already drawing attention to yourself, so just draw more attention to yourself. Fuck you! Don't put the fucking curb there! Hey, who trips over a curb? Hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, you might as well just lie down half the time when you're there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, got a bit of footy? Oh, go on. Bit of footy? So. I, haven't, um, I haven't checked the footy. Um, well, I've got it all here. So we started off yesterday uh, and I'm going to go into this next result a little bit after I've gone through the scores uh, Newcastle nil, uh, Chelsea 2 uh, Aston Villa 1 Brighton 2 that's the first time Brighton have ever won at Aston Villa you know? oh and they had a red card as well Tottenham 2 Man City nil. Oh, I'm wow. going to go into Tottenham in a minute Man United 1 West Brom nil. complete snooze fest yeah Tottenham beat Huddersfield 4-3. Great game for the neutral, by the way. Yeah. Newport beat Port Vale 1-0. Saw that. Then today we've had Fulham beaten by Everton 3-2. We've had Sheffield United beaten by West Ham 1-0. Yes. We've had Leeds 0, Arsenal 0. And Liverpool's currently going on now. Anyway. Yeah. On to Newcastle, because I've got a bit of a moan. Oh, no. Right. I don't mind playing defensive holding football where we have to depend on a counter-attack or we have to look for a counter-attack. But we have to at least look for a counter-attack. Yeah. Steve Bruce is going to get fired. If he doesn't turn it around in the next two games, next two games, he needs four points. If he Mm. doesn't get four points from the next two games, we've got Crystal Palace next, I believe. If he doesn't get three points from that, then his fate's on his next game. And right. I think if he, I, I'll be quite happy to see the back of him. But I'll be quite happy to see the back of Mark Ashley as well and the whole bloody saga of waiting to be taken over. Um, but anyway, that's Newcastle. I'm not really bothered about Steve Bruce as long as he can turn the team around and give him a bit more attacking options, a bit more impetus on the pitch, a bit more going for the win. Mm-hmm. If you don't mind, or at least have a go. Just, sit, <laughs> yeah, you know, just give it a go. <laughs> just fucking sitting back, being peppered, is embarrassing. Um, anyway, I watched Tottenham versus Man- Manchester City, David. Yeah. Tottenham look amazing. Yeah. They look apps. They're top of the league, I believe, at the moment. Yeah, they are. Um, yeah. As things stand. Oh, I'm going to say now. Tottenham could win the Premier League. Do you know season. what? I've I've read that. I had a friend post on Facebook saying I called it. I called it early in the season. Um, Tottenham are winning this year um, with with Liverpool's key injuries. I mean, Liverpool yeah. are without Van Dijk, Gomez at the moment, Fabinho, uh, Robertson. Um, they're up for the taking they are um, what's the score against Leicester at the moment uh, Liverpool if you don't winning. mind me asking Liverpool, Liverpool are 1-0 up 1-0 up are yeah, they really yeah. who scored for Liverpool Evans oh it was an own goal oh no I've got him in oh no I think they must have just gone 2-0 up sorry it said it said 1-0 on the Right, so yeah, it's 2-0 now. Um, so Evans scored an own goal, and then Jota? Jota? Jota. Jota, yeah. Um, just, literally just scored. So, so 2-0 Liverpool. So that is a key win for Liverpool right yeah. now. They need all the points they can get, because they are without... Sooner or later, they're going to get tired. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to start getting taken off. Mm-hmm. Um, because teams are going to start taking them off at some point. I'll be amazed that Liverpool carry on at the pace they have without those without players. the key players. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. At some point, they will get tired. Um, Tottenham, sorry, uh, Jose Mourinho, my favourite manager. <laughs> I think he's the most successful manager uh, walking the face of the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. It's currently in employment. Sorry, Ferguson's not working. Is currently doing a great job at Spurs and Spurs look amazing um, Harry Kane looked dramatic last, yes, last night he looked absolutely sensational yeah. so I think Tottenham could win the league you know uh, who else is Chelsea they could be close up 
to winning, but I don't think they've got the team right. uh, all the way through. It's up for the taking this year. Man City don't look at the races whatsoever. Well, the, um, the the current standings, you've got Tottenham, Liverpool, Chelsea, Leicester, Southampton, Everton. That's your top six. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, you know, Villa, West Ham, Crystal Palace, Man U make up the top ten. Arsenal, yeah. 11th. Man City, 13. Leeds, 14. Um, Newcastle, 15. We're staying there. Yeah, well, as long as you don't get relegated, mate. <laughs> it's fine. Live to find we will get. We will get relegated. I said at the beginning of the season, Newcastle will get relegated. What, this season? Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I said at the beginning of the season. But I did say to the beginning of the last season and the season before. <laughs> no, I'm no. surprised every season Newcastle stay up. No. Oh, I'm the most surprised oh, Fucking hell, Everything for me is a bonus. That's <laughs> how I'm getting through the Newcastle nightmare. We're relegated. Oh, we stayed up. <laughs> Looks like I am Ooh. buying a new shirt next season. <laughs> but relegated. Oh, we stayed up. <laughs> um, so we've got about 10 minutes before we wrap the show up. Um, yeah. So something I wanted to bring up, just because I, I really, really like wanted to hear your opinion on him, um, is you discovered Youngblood this morning, didn't you? Oh, what a prick. <laughs> What a sentimonious arsehole he is. Oh, my God. Talk about shooting fish in a barrel. Have you heard his lyrics? Well, well, the thing is, uh, let me tell you my introduction to uh, to Youngblood. Now, Youngblood has been on the scene uh, about two, three years now. Um, and I, I didn't know about Youngblood until this year. Somebody must have got, I don't know who it was, but somebody uh, who I follow on Instagram must have gone to one of his gigs last year and they'd posted it up on their Insta stories, um, saying, oh, I really miss going to gigs. And then this, this show, like mobile phone footage, I didn't know who this guy was, but the gig looked really good. The crowd were into it. He was proper performing on stage. I'm like, who is this character? Like, oh, go and fucking look who this is. This is some guy called Youngblood. And I went onto his uh, Instagram, and uh, he's an eccentric character, let's say. Um, and He's a cock. <laughs> but the, the thing that, that really got me was... Uh, I listened to a couple of his interviews and a couple of his, uh, like, you know, he was talking on on his Insta profile, talking about the new album that's coming out in December. And it, it was the way he acts and the way he speaks, it reminds me of certain people that, uh, certain people from college. Now, when I was at college, for people who don't know, I went to, like, um, uh, uh, let's call it a performing arts college. Uh, the, the block, um, I, I mean, I, I went to a normal college that taught everything. It wasn't just a performing arts college, but the block that I was in was the performing arts block of the college. And there, there was, was some cocks there as yeah, well. Yeah, and that's what I mean. There were so many people that were just so fucking annoying. And it was... And it was always the people, how can I try and explain it, like, they, they thought that they were so alternative and so different and so, you know, stand out from the crowd and against the grain, against the norm, and, you know, they had fucking red hair or something, that was the only thing, wore a baggy hoodie, and they spoke like everything was an effort and the world owed them something, and... It, and I'm not saying that that's what Youngblood does. It's just what he sounds... He sounds like... It's the way he talks. He sounds like these people that... From college, he reminds me of these people from college, which instantly made me... Pretentious assholes. Yeah, mate. pretentious. Which instantly made me kind of dislike him. Um, now, the difference is that these these people from college also didn't have an ounce of fucking talent either. Whereas Youngblood seems to have some kind of fucking talent behind him, which is fine. Um, now, but it, it was kind of that instant, that instant kind of dislike, which is a little bit harsh. You know, I've judged straight away there, uh, but it was just, it was just reminding me of, of at college, you know, 18 years ago in these, 20 years ago now actually and these um these these people from college that i really didn't get on with and really didn't appreciate and i was like just get a fucking grip like the world isn't against you, you you're just being an arsehole that's what he reminded me of um and i well well i'll tell you what i thought go on 
I, I watched him and I thought, oh, he looks like a pretentious arsehole. <laughs> and you know what? I wonder, I wonder if his music's as much as a pretentious arsehole as he is. Mm. I wonder if he's so self-involved as what he seems to be. So I put on his essential playlist. Yeah. And I thought, oh, my father would have loved this essential playlist. Because it's quite frankly some of the some of the it's just self-involved, self-inflicted bullshit, and and it is all I'm going to get you It's all whiny bollocks, and it, I just think that type of shit should just be put in the bin. It's not punk. It's not alternative. No, yeah, it's, it's not, not hip it's, it's bollocks. It's whiny. Well, I didn't really, I didn't particularly like his, his latest single because that, that's the thing that he was promoting constantly on Instagram. So they were, the, the, that's the first song I heard, his latest single. Um, I think it's called Go Cotton. take your Trigger album and put it in the bin. I think it's called um, Cotton Candy's latest single. And I, I don't like it. I don't like the song. It's not, it's not my cup of tea. Um, he's obviously doing something that's connecting with people because he seems to be very popular. He's doing something right. Um, and I, since, since you, I mean, you messaged me this morning, like asking who, who this is. Um, and I actually, I've done the same as you today. So I've put his album on his albums, like two years old now. So I've put that album on and listened to it today. And, you know, as albums go, it's not bad. It's all right. It's like, I wasn't, um, you know, I wasn't amazed. Really? Yeah, yeah, I wasn't amazed by it. I wasn't um, disgusted by it or anything. It's just, yeah. it's like, there's, I think, and now I, I'm trying to, I'm doing a fucking music degree, aren't I? So I'm analysing everything. I thought it was it, and I'm at your level. I thought it's extortionately amateur. I thought it was shit rolled in glitter. Yeah, so I, I'm obviously doing this like music degree I'm, I'm i've the main purpose of the last uh, assignment i did was analyzing the, the music and, and whatnot and so i'm I, i'm kind of automatically doing it now with everything so you know listening to listening to the, the the songs listening to the lyrics um going back and doing a bit of research on young blood as a person you know as a child he was diagnosed with adhd he was put on ritalin his mum took him off the ritalin because he just he lost all his character blah, 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 blah. Um, that's mentioned quite a lot in the songs, but like you said, self-involved. Um, but what one of the things I did notice is the scene, there is like something for everybody, really. There's like the songs that are very pop-based. There's some kind of rockier stuff in there. There's some kind of hip-hop stuff-ish in there. There's, there's, there's one track that sounded like Skindred, and I'm like, oh, I hear you. I'm like, that's a bit like, bit like Skindred. There's, there's a bit of something for for everybody and then that made me then obviously analyzing stuff if he's um got this broad personality uh diff he's got different sides and different characters to his personality then that's what he's showing in the album different sides and different characters to to the music that he's putting out um so yeah i, I you know i do he's he's his voice still annoys me um but i do kind of take a step back from my initial thought of him um the album it's all right i'm not going to rush out to the shops and buy it i'm probably never going to listen to it again but it's not bad um, like i say his live performance looked really good um that's why i love apple that's why i love my apple you just go oh who the fuck's that Let's have a listen yeah nope that's it yeah, I'm the same as I, I use Spotify. I and I, my my music tastes do work like that. If nothing, if it doesn't get me in the first ten bars, yeah, then it doesn't get through. Mm. I've listened to some new music this week where, like, the, that's new the songs, music to me. Yeah, I've listened to some new music this week where the songs are like four and a half minutes long, and and you listen, and you go, oh, this is quite good. But I get two and a half minutes into the song, and I go, I'm bored now. Like mm. it was good, but now I'm bored, and I've got I, I've got another two and a half minutes left, and I don't I don't I don't want to sit and listen to the rest of the song because I'm bored and I end up switching it off. There's so Michael many Michael Jackson is the only person who can do one verse and then repeat that one verse for <laughs> the next four minutes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, everyone else can stop it, please. I mean, going back to Youngblood, my my thoughts have they've, they've changed. Maybe I was a bit harsh on him, and that's just through personal experience and how he relates. How he's to me, it's related to 
dickheads at college. Um, and that's just what he reminded me of. But like I say, you know, he's... His music isn't that bad. Yes, uh, some of the, the, the lyrics are self-involved. He seems to be, you know, quite a, a, a decentish guy. You know what I mean? He seems to stand for certain things and he, he protests for certain things. And, you know, he's got, if he's got, he's got beliefs that he stands up for. So, you know, at the end of the day, hats off to him. He's doing something right. He seems to be moderately successful. And you can't really fault that. He's got some kind of talent and he's using it. He's yeah. working it. Um you know, like I say, I listen to the album, it's all right. Will I listen to it again? Probably not. If it comes on the radio, will I switch it off? Probably not. You know, I didn't find it bad. I didn't find it overly good. It was okay. It's all right. Not my thing. Not your thing. You know, that's the thing. Not your thing. It was all right. And, you know, but that's, that's Youngblood. Have we got any, if we've got any listeners that are Youngblood fans, I'd love to hear why, how, why you relate to him and, and what makes his music um speak to you like why do you like young blood and what you know let me know uh something that i might be but something that i might be missing in my uh mm-hmm. older age let's say you know you obviously uh he's uh and tell me something that kids. i don't care about that i'm missing in my <laughs> older age. no not for me switch that off i'm going to listen to some e17 <laughs> Give me some, give me some real world. pop music. No, <laughs> I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I do like some new music. Um, I do some find I it. Think, meh. You know what? Play on. Meh. I do find it really hard. Like these days, and it is a sign of of getting old. I know what I like, and I know what I'm into, and I do find it really hard to like new bands and new sounds and stuff. My, like, I get mine through my daughter in the dance class. Yeah. That's how new music gets to me. Do you know what, right? About, about oh, how long ago? About five, six years ago, maybe. Oh, um, David. What? I'm sorry. We were walking on new music in my daughter's dance class because oh, she's on. in with the older girls now. She's dancing with them now. Yeah. So anyway, we're walking. And Bo's humming to herself, we're walking the dog. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's dancing as she's walking and she's going, I don't cook, I don't clean. What are you singing? Don't sing that around me, please. <laughs> what are you singing? I, 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 I only know what, what, what? What are you saying? She was like, <laughs> the wheels on the bus go round and round. And just carried on walking. I thought, my God, I've been dogged. You've, you've been done there, man. You've been done. I, I just, she just left me kind of in a pause. Did she, did she, was she just carried on walking, skipping along? I'm sorry. Just today, it just made me giggle. It was oh. just while she was walking. And she, she went two feet in front of me and then started going, I don't cook. Don't be singing that stuff. What? Where? Where have you heard that? What? Where have you heard? Where have you heard? What's going on here right now? So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what, man? This is the this is the shit we've got to deal with as parents. So you know I me mean? when I was when I was like nine, ten years old, I was l- listening to Snoop Dogg. I was listening to Snoop Dogg's what? first album. You I mean, know listen, what I mean? Someone said like, me, but someone said she's six. I said, oh, I'm being nasty. She's got no clue what she's singing. Yeah, yeah. I said, she got no clue what she's singing. So I don't really care. She's not singing the explicit version. She, Ethan's not singing Tupac with a bandana in his back pocket. You know? mm. uh, she doesn't know what it means. She's not singing the explicit version. Yeah. She's listening to the pop version. I don't really care. I full on was when I was a kid. Well, I had, she, I like, she likes to dance too. It's a dance thing to her. So. Do you know, do you know what? I think I had like a fourth generation tape copy of Snoop Dogg's Doggy Mate. Style. Just got passed around school. I didn't understand. You know what? The, the, he could fucking. He You've could, got no idea of what it was like when that shit hit. He could rhyme and the beats were good. I had no clue what he was rapping about. I was nine years old. I had no idea what he was rapping about at all. But it was good. Yeah. And there were swear words in it. Like, <laughs> DJ um, Easy Dick. Do you know what, man? Right. <laughs> I've, I finally got my copy of Doggy Style back. I lent it to uh, our, our mate Dan Potts um, about 22, 
21 years ago, something like that. And um, earlier this year, like before lockdown, um, I came home and I opened the front door and the door hit something I must have post. And I looked on the floor and it was it was Doggy Style on CD. And I picked it up and I'm like, the fuck? And I just texted him and was like, dude, have you posted my Doggy Style CD through the door? He's like, yeah, I found it. Like 21 <laughs> years later, found it, mate. I was like, I'm pretty certain I bought it again. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, with, with new music and stuff, like trying to get into new bands and whatnot, I remember it, it's got to be about six odd years ago now. Um, one of my good mates, Dom, he's a metal lad like me, and he was about 18 at the time, you know. Uh, I was, I'd just turned 30, and I went to, I was like, Dom, I'm, I'm listening to the same stuff over and over and over again. And I said, "What? What? Just can you just like let, reel off some new bands for me? So, like, what are the what are the cool kids listening to these days? What are, you know? What 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 good bands are up and coming and coming through that like you know that you younguns are listening to?" And he stood in front of me, and he and he, I, I was he just went, "Don't know, man. Uh, maybe some like Alice in Chains or some Black Sabbath, bit of Maiden, something like that." And I was like. Yeah, that's just solid. That's just solidified for me that there are no new good bands because the kids yeah. are still listening to Black Sabbath. <laughs> so fuck it, I'm done. I'm done discovering new music. I like what I like, and that's enough for me. Um, anyway, a big thank you to everybody that listens week in and week out. You guys are amazing. Be sure to share us out amongst your friends and families. Uh, spread the word of Shingles as podcast. Leave us a review wherever you can leave a review and subscribe wherever you can subscribe. We're available wherever podcasts are available, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And you can also find us on YouTube. Be sure to follow our social media on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash Shingles Less Podcast. On Twitter, it's at Shingles Less PC. You can follow me at Shingler MVOC. You can follow Cleon at KL Bewley. Follow me on Instagram. It's Shingler's underscore list. You guys are awesome. And we will see you next time.